Hello and welcome to the True Achievements podcast for the 14th of October uh, 2016. Let's throw the year in there for a change. I am Rich and I am with Dave and Jack as normal. How are you doing, boys? Good, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Dave, you good? I'm very well. Yourself? Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm stressed because it's been a very busy week. I've barely been at home. <laughs> I went, as you remember, I, I bailed out of the podcast at, um, early last week to go off on a little... Uh, extended weekend birthday jolly with the family so I didn't get back till late on Monday and then I was off in Paris with Ubisoft on Wednesday and Thursday got back last night um, for Watch Dogs 2 event which I can't talk anything about unfortunately but you will hear more uh, further down the line so thanks to Ubi for taking me over there Um, and at the same time as all that like a million games (laughs) come out all like good games as well not silly rubbish ones Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to play much. I've I've just basically installed uh, about 200 gig of game <laughs> on, my, on my Xbox. It's at times like this that you're very happy that you've bought an external drive yeah. because, I mean, yeah, I remember when they announced the the Xbox One and we were like, oh, 500 gig, that doesn't sound like it could be enough. And it's only now really when the games are coming out and it's like each one is sort of 55 gig mm-hmm. plus. And like, the, what's the... Modern Warfare isn't there? Call of Duty's Call, 130 Call of Duty. gigs, yeah, for 130 and gigs. That's, that's like a quarter of your drive. That's Infinite and the remastered, though. Right? Yeah, so it's of almost course. two games, but still. Yeah, it is two games, but even so, uh, it's a single package, <laughs> and that's that's crazy. So yeah, Over I mean, I'm starting to think now that drive. even my two terabyte drive is not going to be enough. Um, but I suppose you can just start uninstalling and, ma- and managing that better. <laughs> So, speaking of the massive games that have come out in the last couple of weeks, um, Dave, you've played pretty much, well, at least most of them. Yeah. Um, so, what do you want to start with? I've I've played a bit of Battlefield 1. Jack's installed Battlefield 1. <laughs> almost. Almost. hasn't <laughs> um, finished yet. Uh, I've, I've, let's talk about Battlefield 1 first. Okay. So, it's out on EA Access as of last night or yesterday. Yeah. Unusually, for a first-person shooter, it feels like I should be saying there are spoilers ahead. Yeah, uh, because for me, although I've only played an hour of it, I don't want to. I don't really want to talk about the intro too much. Um, it's very I think good. People, yeah, people should play that with an open mind without having read anything about it. It's it's for me. It's I'm sure there are other games that have tried to do this, but it it's clearly trying to show the horrors of war up close and personal uh, in a you know in a in a pretty dramatic and graphic fashion right from the off. Yeah. Um, which is unusual. I'm sure other games have tried to tackle it, but for me, it's the first one that's really, you know, it's it's, it's pretty emotion. It drives some emotion straight off the bat. And the first thing I really wanted to say was the graphics on the on the cutscenes are by I think they're the best I've ever seen in anything. We got hints of it on the trailers, but the faces and the expressions and stuff it's it's really really ultra realistic. Yeah, and the um, the lighting as well is like a massive thing in it in realism. I think they've nailed that. The light. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 quite a it's quite an interesting start to a game. I don't think I remember a game that started like that um, before. So yeah, um, I won't talk about that. But then after the intro, I will call it the intro. You move into the gameplay proper, which is your standard level based uh, first person campaign, first person shooter campaign, um, and the initial level is in a tank. Which I was I was expecting to handle terribly, <laughs> um, but it handles pretty well, which I'm guessing is entirely unrealistic because I can't imagine the very first tank ever made was particularly nimble. But that was quite quite interesting, uh, driving around, just blowing stuff up. Tank battles, as I've found with World of Tanks, are probably not cut out for me <laughs> because I I generally just sit there if, when I see something and then just aim at it and we both just take take turns shooting and reloading <laughs> um, until one of us dies yeah uh, but luckily in when you're in the tank in Battlefield you can repair it so there's an in tank repair mechanism which takes a while and you only get a bit of health back each time or you could actually bail out of the tank and use your wrench to repair uh, so I did a bit of that. I finished the first level, um, which was fine. And there's some bits where you get out and you go ahead of the tank and do some sort of scouting and stuff. But it all feels pretty pretty good so far. Um, how, how, how far are you through it, Dave? Uh, I played that level you're talking about. Cause there is a bit of choice, isn't there, with the levels? Yeah. You can choose just, from like I a different... default. 
different there's like a little kind of branching tree kind of thing going on i think but yeah i played that level finished i don't think i finished the end of it i got to quite a way through and then i died and i thought right i'm gonna try the multiplayer so then i jumped oh, on the okay. multiplayer how busy was the multiplayer so this is obviously only i have no idea what the sales figures of ea access are like uh, i would imagine they're, they're pretty good given the the value for money of it but um was it busy busy online do you have any problem yeah uh, well i I jumped on about it's probably about midnight our time and first few games i played were okay quite full and then you're obviously like put on european servers and then it started dying as the night went on a bit and then i had to switch to the us ones but yeah most games were full and there's even there's like a server browser in there so you can oh nice you can switch through and find matches that have actually got people in there and stuff um but it's good the multiplayer seems really well done it's all really smooth the only problem i did have was because it's going back so long ago some of the weapons take quite a bit of getting used to because like you you're used to using an ak in so many games now you know how it handles and things like that. whereas these like you got to see if it's a single fire is it a machine gun what is it going to do but yeah it's, it's it's more battlefield but i love the setting the the, the i've that woman going, butters is being taken. <laughs> I yeah, think it's just different. Yeah, yeah, butters and apples. What's that thing? It must have been the old alphabet they used to do, right, I guess. Okay. But yeah, it's really good, really smooth. I don't think every game mode is actually available at the minute because. Because it's on the X. Yeah, I tried Team Deathmatch and it just kept putting me in a server and asking me for a password. So there mustn't be any. Ah, uh, okay. Going on. Should have hacked it. Yeah, just sent that over to Jack and got him to attack it. Yeah, um, nice. So you played. Uh, so I remember I've only played one map of of this, even though I've had loads of games of it. So hopefully you've played something apart from the sandy desert. Yeah, that did come up a couple of times, but there's it's good because depending on which game mode you're playing, the map will shift. You know, in size. Okay. Um, oh, that's quite cool. And then when you play in. Like Conquest, which is the big one with all the points on the the map, like five, six points on the yeah, map. Yeah, that's the one we were playing before. Uh, the, the maps I've played all seem really varied. Like you've got some that are really built up, like in the middle of like a town. Some that are in like, seem like they're in a forest and it's all foggy and misty and you can't really see that far. But yeah, it's, mm. everything's really good that... The way that the things collapse, like the buildings and stuff, yeah. is just insane. Like <laughs> just... Yeah, Totally nailed that. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, I feel. I mean, the environments. That was the cool thing about the first level, actually. As opposed to playing a Call of Duty game, which seems quite linear. Yeah. The first thing it does is throw you in a tank, and you've got you're just on this huge map, and you can you can pretty much take any path you want to the objectives. It felt really open, which was which was quite cool. Um, excellent. Okay, so uh, did you pop any achievements? Yes, I think I've got four or five. Was that all in multiplayer? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, because I have not popped a single one in the single player. And one thing I will say that the the ones that are in multiplayer don't look like they're going to be that much of a time sink. Like if you're not into multiplayer, I, I wouldn't avoid playing it. I don't think it's going no. to take a great deal of time to. to yeah, I mean the, ones the basic ones sort of reach rank two in um, each of the classes. Yeah. So I did uh, one of them last night. But I like if you play good, if you play conquest the way it's meant to be played and go capturing points. The XP at the end of every match you get is crazy, right? Okay. So you could probably go through the, all of them quite quickly if you if you just go capturing points and charging on the map. Because a map a match can take like thirty minutes. So if right, you if you go like capturing reason. points all the way through that, yeah, you, you can get so much XP. So I managed to do one of them. I got one class to level two. Then there's one for getting to level five, I think. Then there was the a access trial one. That's the only reason I was playing the multiplayer because you had to get to level. 10 within the trial so oh okay a challenge so i did that oh okay i haven't i haven't even looked at the multiplayer yet but it sounds like it's something that i might want to dip into pretty quick um let's have a quick chat about the achievement list so there's only 31 achievements which is not a lot when you've got when you've got such a long campaign and looking yeah. at the looking at the campaign related ones there's not many of them at all complete the campaign on normal difficulty complete the campaign on hard difficulty collect a field manual as usual, the focus is on the multiplayer, but you know you'd think they could have gone a bit more, a bit more into it with, with only thirty-one achievements. Yeah, because the multiplayer is not particularly deep. I, like I, I thought you'd get one for you know 
similar to kind of like a Gears of War, like reach level 100 or something like that. But it's, it's, it all yeah, seems yeah. like it can be done quite quickly. So it looks like it's totally doable. And we get 10 hours with area access. Apart from a couple of game modes, we think it's fully unlocked. Yeah. Um, great. Okay, well, hopefully Jack will be able to play some of that <laughs> over the weekend. Join in this <laughs> conversation. In a month or two when, uh... <laughs> yeah, almost installed. Um, cool, so other AAAs, what do you want to move on to next, Dave? Should we right. go for Gears? Yeah, Gears 4, started playing that. Um, when pro- probably two acts, I think they called, into the, yep. the campaign. Mm-hmm. So the acts are like several chapters, aren't they, normally? Yeah, sorry, sorry yeah. So uh went a few into them. Uh graphically the game is amazing. It's probably one of the better ones that I've actually seen on the console. It's 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 got quite a cartoony kind of art style anyway, Gears, but it all looks really nice. Those you know with the wind effects going on and yeah. the lighting really good. Story I'm really enjoying the new characters. I thought they'd be a bit annoying because the the original sort of like casting gears were so kind of iconic. Whereas I'm not minding them, they, they all seem quite cool. The story seems to be going in a nice direction that I'm enjoying. So okay. yeah, pretty much thoroughly enjoying it so far. And then I've, I've been mainly on the multiplayer, so... Oh, okay. Wow, really doing all modes on everything at the moment. Yeah. Have you had a chance to dip into the Horde mode on it yet? Yeah, me me and Treasy played one game. Um, it's similar to, like in... Uh, Gears Three, so you got you have you, pay, you have a box that's called a fabricator, and you pick up this box at the start of the, the the game, and you can place it anywhere on the map. So you're not limited, you know. To yeah, on Gears Three, you had like I think it was three areas that you could choose one of. So this you you put it anywhere on the map. So you try and find somewhere you know that's a bit protected on at least yeah. a couple of sides, and then as you kill enemies, do you kind of drop points that you have to pick up? And then you run back to the fabricator box and you kind of all put your points into it. So it's like a it all pulls what you all collected yeah. together. And then you go and pick out and you can buy do you know, like fences to block them, turrets. There's a, a really cool right. one that's like, um, it's called a weapon locker. So do you know some of the enemies have like in gears have like the really big guns and things like yeah. that? You, you can pick them up, put them on the weapon locker and it'll store them there and reload them. Okay. And then you can use them. Yeah, so you kind of you just, basically the whole the, every ten rounds is like a boss wave, so you you basically trying to fortify as much as you can, ready for that tenth round. I think we made it up to we were playing on normal difficulty. There's five of us in there. We got up to level thirty. Oh, wow, yeah, thirty. Got up to level thirty on normal difficulty, and then we just got spanked at the end. But the. <laughs> Me and Treasy were like trying to hang back and you know stay within our base and try like we because the the points that you're earning are all pooled. You you've got a plan like right, we're going to buy some turrets. Yeah. But then they decide that they want to change the gun and they change the gun that takes from your points. So it's like so you're probably better off doing it with a team or you know doing a session, just having some people all communicating because these were all running off. And then one of them would die like on the other side of the map, and then it's like right, somebody else goes to get them up and they die. And then these like two we'll of you try and have now. a go at that later. It's really good. I've got I've got it installed now, so we could have a look at having a crack at that. Have you played any of the co-op campaign? Uh, no, treat me and Tree's going to go play through it, but he just wanted to do the multiplayer. Really, one thing okay. I will say about the multiplayer: it's got the weirdest matchmaking system. Do you know? I'm so used to playing Call of Duty, Battlefield, or whatever. You, you you say you want to join a match. It says what game mode you want to play. You press A, and then it just goes. And then within like 30 seconds, you kind of join some kind of lobby. Are you you connecting? This you, you say what game you want to play, and then it says it's going to take up to three minutes, right. and it just sits there spinning. And, and the worst thing is, it's got a timer that's counting, telling you how long you wait, and see like, oh god, oh, come on. No. And then it'll do it. And then, like, if you want to cancel halfway through, then it has to send a cancel request, and that takes ages. Where it doesn't just back you out like a normal used to. Wow. And then you play one game, and then that's it. Unless you oh, do, no. there's one that's called like quick play, where it's just like a rotating different game modes. Could be playing anything. But if you want to play like the the rank stuff, you play one game, that's it, and then you go back in and do the other three minutes of waiting oh. again. So when was it you were playing this? Was this recently? Because I did see a patch got released. Uh, it was the day of the patch, so it's still... Oh, not... okay. Hmm. 
Um, one thing they had, they kind of put a lot of kind of microtransactions into it. Ooh. Similar to Halo, you know, with the rec packs. Yeah. It's like that, but for so for Horde, you, you can get these cards that will give you, you know, damage boost, or your turrets will be stronger, or when you're in cover, you'll be do more damage, or you... Very, loads of different options, but you got to earn you got to earn them from coins that you earn, sort of like through playing the game, or right. you can obviously buy packs to <laughs> to do yeah. it. So I can, I can to do the like you got there's an achievement for doing horde with each of the classes. I think there's four classes on insane. So to do that, you're gonna have to build up these cards in advance and you know find something that's really useful and get like a decent team together. So. I can see why they've microtransactioned it because people are just be buying packs like for fun, just try and get that done. I think. And wow. if the cards are one off as well, once you use them, it's done. So if you kind of attempted it and failed, would that be it? You've got a. I'm not sure because I've got again. I've got a, I've got one there that I've used for multiplayer, and it's still there. But I'm not I I haven't really looked into it enough to see if it's still giving me XP for because I think it mine was score so many points on a, on a particular game mode. And you get ten thousand XP or whatever it was, and then it's still there. But I don't know if it's still giving me XP every time I do it. I presume not. But but then you can kind of break down packs and upgrade or break down cards and upgrade them to better ones and things. So it's it's a bit in depth that I've not really looked into. Okay, uh, I will quickly talk about Mantis Burn Racing. So I played this at Gamescom. I really enjoyed it. Um, met the developers; they were really nice guys. And um, it's just—it's a top-down racer, sort of micro machine style, but not micro machine style because it's not a sort of silly. It's—it's it's like a serious racer, but in the top-down view. Um, really nicely realized 3D tracks, quite realistic, uh, sort of inertia and and braking and drifting and all that stuff. It's, quite, it's pretty realistic. And I have rattled through the first. A level I think it is or the first chapter or something the first part of the campaign mode it's really good fun I would say that it is relatively easy at this point I've not even been close to not winning one of the races uh, yet so I imagine the difficulty level is going to crank up it's quite in depth though you've got um, you can buy different cars you can improve the uh, suspension the gearbox the brakes the engine all those sorts of things as you tires all that stuff can be um upgraded on on each vehicle and it's quite it's quite a lot of customization and stuff of the colors and things like that as well um i don't know how long it is i've completed the first chapter but i imagine there's there's probably at least five or six it's got real one more go playability mm-hmm. so you just want to just want to have another lap quite often to try and beat your previous time and there's like shortcuts on some of the tracks as well that's quite good fun and there's all little mini challenges that you do on each race which earn you gears which is what you then use to to upgrade so as well as winning the race you might you might get a gear for pulling off an amazing drift or for hitting some of the the stuff on the side of the track or things like that um so check out those little requirements before you have each race because it will help but yeah 12 quid really good really enjoyed it so far the review's just gone up on the site i think we gave it four out of five how long sounds about right how long is each race like on average uh, there's all different race modes so some of them are sort of standard races and you could have between four and eight well i've I've had a race with eight cars i don't know whether it goes higher than that um and they're like one or two laps so probably four four minutes three minutes something right. like that uh there's elimination races where the last person every sort of 30 seconds gets eliminated there are uh like timed ones, fastest lap ones, where it's just you and you get three laps. Put your fastest lap time down. Um, are there any other modes? I think that was that's all I've played so far. But they're all relatively short. I mean, I've, I've bought it for the office because it's a thing I think we can just have a few goes on at lunchtime quite happily. Uh, it does have multiplayer. I think it's got online multiplayer as well as local multiplayer. Uh, and there's some achievements tied to that. But um, I mean pumps the achievements at you the first half an hour i'd got 10 so they come thick and fast at the beginning but it's you know it's a nicely long and varied achievement so i think it's i think it's gonna be good fun good racer for 12 quid definitely so uh-huh. uh the final big release of the last few weeks uh, or last couple of weeks is mafia 3 yeah <laughs> uh, how much have you played of this uh probably i don't know i'm getting i'm guessing i'm around about seven eight hours into it oh okay a reasonable amount yep 
Um, torn with it because on one hand it's brilliant, like the the story, the setting, the characters are, are really interesting that you meet, really likable. So on that side, it feels like a the old mafia game. Do you know it's yeah, but <laughs> there's some really odd visual things going on. There's some crazy glitches going on. And all in all, when you like I, I remember Mafia Three being oh, sorry, Mafia Two being really in depth. Like you even though it was just like an open world game, you go to a petrol station and fill up your car and there were there was loads of things to do. And there's like videos highlighting some of the things that you could do on Mafia Two that aren't in Mafia Three. And Mafia Three is just like it's an open world, but there's nothing to do in it other than right. just do the stories or the story, like the missions. And <laughs> I'm getting like one mission. You have to go on a boat or you have to go and pick up a boat. And when I got to it, the boat had glitched into another boat and was spinning around in the air <laughs> on fire. And that was the mission. You have to get in this boat to do the mission. So I couldn't do it. Um, oh dear. I had one weird thing where there was a cut. I don't know if it's on purpose, but the game looks really washed out. And I don't know if they've gone for some kind of weird kind of lighting effect or if it's, the lighting is just messed, messed up. Right. But I had a cut scene where the sun was shining through the window and all I could see was a bright white light on the screen. I couldn't <laughs> see the cut scene at all. <laughs> Um, you'll be walking down the street and all of a sudden it goes pitch black, like a, a shadow comes over your head and then it vanishes again and then it's on and off and on and off. So the whole lighting thing seems really weird to me. I had a bit where I tried dumping a body, like you can pick up bodies once you've killed them and I tried hiding that in the back of like a flatbed truck and when I threw the body in, I jumped about 60 feet in the air. <laughs> Oh, this sounds like a game that's ripe for video capture and uh, comedy <laughs> it's, compilation. It's just really, it's it's so weird because on one side, the voice acting, everything's really good. And then on the other side, it's full of glitches and bugs. And graphically, it probably doesn't look like uh, as good as it should be for kind of the, this generation. It probably looks like a, some of the textures are just totally flat and weird and... And then the mission structure so far, the first probably a couple of hours seems really good. And then after that, it's just repetitive. Yeah, that's what I heard. I was chatting to a few people about this at Ubisoft. And, um, not Ubisoft people, I should point that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of the journalists, and they were saying that, um, I think it's even worse technically on PC. I think the PC port is, is like, take all the glitches and multiply them by 100. <laughs> um, but they said that after the first couple of hours, the mission's, all become the sort of missions that you wouldn't really bother with in other games. So yeah. they're like side missions in GTA or yeah. stuff that just doesn't. It's like the first bit. Is it the one thing it's done? It's really interesting the way they've kind of presented and wrapped up the whole game. It's done like either a, like a documentary looking okay. back at the time. So as you go into a mission, there'll be a cutscene and it'll be like um, they'll be interviewing somebody from who was around at the time. And, you know, talking in, like, past tense, what happened, what was he like, and stuff like that. Or they'd be interviewing, like, a, an FBI agent or something like right, that yeah. and pulling out files and everything. So it's done, like, a, a documentary, or like, court case recordings and stuff. It's really good, really interesting the way they've done it. Mm, Story-wise, cool. brilliant, and then just such a weird mission structure. It seems like it's been rushed out. Like, it, it could yeah, it sounds it. like they need another six months, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Just to polish off the... The, the final bits of the game. Okay, what a shame. I've got that installed as well and ready to play, so I might just play the first four hours of that pretend the rest doesn't exist. <laughs> it's pretty much what I do anyway. Okay, let's move on. Um, Jack, you literally have played nothing. Yeah, I've literally played nothing. Okay, cool. I've played some stuff, uh, uh, and that was it. So. Okay, let's talk about that then. So it's Ultimate Head-to-Head -head week three of the group stage, the final week of the group stage. Um, I had a reasonable list, but I've not been around at all to play any of it. So I'm hoping, desperately hoping, to try and squeeze in a couple of achievements tonight. Uh, I haven't even seen if I'm winning or, or losing in my my round. Well, I'm obviously not winning because I've not unlocked any. Uh, but, <laughs> but I might be losing terribly already. Uh, I'm 2-0 down. Okay, that's not a disaster. That is recoverable. 
Um, how are you guys getting on? David, have you managed to play any of yours at all? No, I, I got another one where I got one achievement in games I played. So right, it, okay. it was like, because I thought, oh, I'll, I'm going to tidy my me, me game collection this week. And then Jack told me after I'd done it. And that, it that it doesn't matter. Yet. <laughs> Whatever you yeah, it's a well, if so, only you'd written the articles. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm like 9 nil down, and I, it's a choice of playing Gears 4 and Battlefield 1 and stuff. Yeah, well, or... exactly. It's not a great time of year for people that like buying games at the start <laughs> and also are entered into the Ultimate Head to Head contest. Um, Jack, have you managed to pop any of yours then? It sounds like you have. Um, I haven't popped. So uh, for last week, so I was down uh, to jump to that one um, down quite quite considerably before the weekend uh, then I ended up pulling it back and winning 18-14 oh wow yeah. okay well, let's talk about this which was pretty good so this is huge so you hadn't you'd barely popped any I think when I went off on uh, yeah on I hadn't, jolly. hadn't popped many at all and um, I basically knew I'd won I got a message from a guy at 5 o'clock on Monday morning saying congrats on the win Oh wow! So eighteen was... points—that's that's amazing. Well, yeah. I... So I just uh, the two I left one in Alan Wake American Nightmare, which I booted up and tried, but I it's something I need to sit down and play to pick up the mechanics again, get back yeah. into. And I think there was one in Geometry Wars for scoring five hundred thousand points. I love Geometry Wars. I had sitting there ready to go if I needed it, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, no, that sounds fine. So were there any interesting games on your list that you'd forgotten about um, that you enjoyed playing? A couple. So I, I did it in a totally different way to normal. I went from hardest to easiest, pretty much. Okay. Um, so I started off with Chariot, which was okay. one that I haven't played. But luckily, the achievement um, was for getting the Chariot to the highest speed possible, and the level I was on happened to be the level... Uh, in a couple of solutions, so I nice. lucked out on that. Uh, there's Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. I've, yeah, um, Banjo Kazooie, um, so a lot of Banjo Kazooie for some yeah. reason. <laughs> uh, Battle Block Theatre, which was one I hadn't started, but it's quite easy to do in a local game. It's just kill a hundred people. Okay. Um, that was last week's, and this week's I've uh, been, I'm up against a pudding, uh, that's oh, the new term. Pudding is so, the term for someone that yeah. hasn't won and a single one off their list. It means they're going to be a piece of cake to beat, but um, they're currently on zero, I'm currently on zero, so I've got the choice of any achievement basically and I'll win that round, so. Okay. Yeah, but you could just be like, saving it and then the weekend he's going to do 18 or 20 yeah. <laughs> yeah. nah looking at his previous scores I doubt he is so, or doubt they are sorry don't know who they are but okay cool um, so ultimate head to head week 3 yes it's ongoing so uh, good luck to anyone that's still involved in the event uh, viral event update I would love to tell you about this but I haven't been around Does do either of you have any info on how it's all going in the viral event yeah, Jesse put a story out the other day just updating how many we'd done and okay. all that kind of thing. It finishes on the 16th or the is it the 15th? Uh, I thought it was this Friday, but I might be wrong. We started on the Tuesday and we ran it for two weeks, I think. It's, oh, okay, it's, so it's in the middle of the month, isn't it? It's not, it's not exactly yeah. two weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, we've had 455 uh, tiers who have registered to host a session. Wow, uh, that's great. 1,071 of joined sessions, 414 sessions created to date. So that was a couple of days ago, so it's probably increased since then. Yeah. Um, oh, wow, that's brilliant. Good participation levels. 52,000 TA unlocked so far. Wow, that's healthy. Yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Uh, well done to everybody involved in that. As I say, you've got probably a few days left of that event. Uh, if there's some viral achievements, you can check out the list and see if there's any you haven't got on the hub. Uh, we'll stick a link to it in this podcast notes um it's you know you these are achievements that you're probably not ever going to get unless you take part in something like this so um it's worth checking it because uh, we're making it as easy as possible for you to get them yeah let's move on to regular news dave rise of the tomb raider obviously it was exclusive on the xbox last year coming out on playstation 4 pretty soon i think uh, so they've done like a 20th birthday celebration edition that's coming to the Xbox One as well. Right. So there's some more DLC. I think we picked up the achievement list for that recently. Um, so you can either get it like that as DLC, or I think they're bringing out a new version as well. 
like a, a game of the year version. Almost. Yeah, game of the yeah, yeah for like all the DLC included. Version. As well as this one. Is well, it's the same thing, but it's, it's, oh, okay, because it's coming out on the PS4 as like a complete edition. Okay, I played this and I haven't finished it. I didn't even think I got close to finish. It. I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much as I enjoyed the first one. I don't know why. It's virtually the same mechanics. I struggled stuff. to get into the first one, so I left this alone. Oh, I loved the first one. I thought it was brilliant. But yeah, I just, I just, this didn't grip me as much. I'm not sure why. No idea why. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that, that's available else? now. That's that extra content if you want to jump back into Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, a game that has been coming for ever. Well, it was... E3 2014, wasn't it? I remember everyone was like, wow, what is that game? That looks amazing. Um, Cuphead has got a release window, finally. But it's not coming this year, though, is it? Mid mid 2017. That's three years after we first saw it. It had a release window. It was supposed to be this year. It was supposed to be summer 2016. So. So Another release window. They've obviously put it back to mid 2017 so they can squeeze it into E3 in June. Yeah, they want to, and then release the only game ever to be shown three and then push it back to 2018. Yeah, <laughs> and it's weird because I've played it. I played it at Gamescom two years ago. Then I played it, or sorry, Gamescom last year, and then we played it again at Gamescom this year. It didn't really seem to have changed at all. No, no. it was still ridiculously hard and not really obvious what you were supposed to do. Um, collection of boss battles. Admittedly, the style and the music and you know the graphics are amazing, but there's no, there's not a lot of not a lot of substance behind it, in my opinion, anyway, from what I've played it. It's just so ridiculously hard. Mm. Um, I've not managed to kill a single boss in, in all the games I've had of it. <laughs> not that that's that many. Um, even even playing co-op, it, it, I haven't managed to do it. So I don't know whether they're building like a much bigger game around it. It seems... Well, initially it was just going to be a series of boss battles and you almost walked Well, that's all I've played. <laughs> that's exactly what I've played. And then I think... From feedback, they ended up saying, oh, we need to build some kind of substance, add something between some kind of build-up levels, and they've potentially gone back and done that, but... Still need another six months. Yeah, as you say, nothing's changed from between when I've played it and the kind of latest play of it, but... So, I don't know. Uh, I'm glad they're working on it, because it hasn't grabbed me. I mean, you see it, and you think, wow, I want to play this game. You hear it, and you think, God, that sounds amazing. And then you play it, and you're like, oh... Is that it? Um, so hopefully they're they're, put, they're flushing that out. It's crossed. Uh, another one production confirmed for a new Beyond Good and Evil. So it was on Games with Gold recently. I think it was in August. Um, and then Ubisoft or Ubisoft, however you want to say it, have announced that there is a Beyond Good and Evil two in the works. Okay, Which, I didn't play the. No, it's never appealed to me, but it seems quite seems to have a bit of a cult following, I think. So yeah, you get more of that. No date though when it's going to be ready. How far into development they are yet though? Uh, Wasteland Three has been successfully funded. Uh, this one seems to be quite popular again when we announced that they had. I think it was a Kickstarter they had going. Now been funded and is definitely coming to the Xbox One. Okay. It's not a game I know a great deal about, to be honest. No, it's like a top-down, um, sort of commando-style shooter, by the look of it. Top-down thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, we've talked about it already. Battlefield 1, live now on EA Access. And yep. there is a, an offer. I don't think it's available in all regions. You better check. But if you pay for a month with PayPal, you get right. a month free. Pay for a month of EA Access? Yeah, pay for a month oh, of okay. EA Access with PayPal, you get a month free. So if you just fancy jumping on Battlefield 1 a little bit earlier, but obviously you've got the vault, there's so many games in there. And I was there's showing, an awful lot in the vault. Showed my girlfriend the other day how many is in there for like the 30 quid or whatever it is a year. It's full, and they're adding more. They added all the ID ones recently, didn't they? Oh, not that. Uh, XBLA games, didn't they? Just made them oh, backwards they? compatible. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah, I remember yeah, and um, Plots vs. Zombies 2 went in as well yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Nice. Game I'm looking forward to. Episode 3 of Telltale's Batman mm-hmm. uh, is coming out on October the 25th, just as I go Ooh. on holiday. Brilliant. Not long. Uh, yeah. 
So episode three of that one, and then there'll probably be a sale after you bought the episode. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we happy few. Um, obviously, got a lot of hype around E three this year. Looked really good, and then went into game preview and didn't quite get the, <laughs> the same opinions. And um, they've done some updates, a few bugs and things. Main thing is around the conversation system. Okay. Which seems to be a bit of a annoyance with people. So all that's been redone. Patch is live now, I think. So if you've not played it for a while, get back on, give that a go. Um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare's multiplayer beta. I think it's live on the PS4 this weekend. We've got to wait till next weekend for it to come. I did get a code thing come through the other day, so I need to check that out. But there's a couple of trailers on there just showing what you can be doing and some combat on one of the games. It's always massive in it, card. I don't, I don't think I'm going to bother with the beta, though. Okay. Too many other things to play. Oh no! Great time of year. <laughs> and then Overwatch has brought a Halloween terror event. So in the summer they did uh, like a summer games one, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, event. So they brought one out for Halloween. So these things like skins and all that kind of thing in game that you can get. But probably the biggest thing for us is it actually got some new achievements Ooh. with it as well. So there's, I think, is it four? Four achievements for 60 gamers go. So. so it's a little bit of a weird one though, because obviously the Halloween stuff's a timed event. So yeah. I'm not entirely sure if you'll be able to play the modes after the event finishes or Yeah, good point. So. But you've got until November the first, that's when the event actually finishes, so yeah. get in there. And that's it for normal news. Cool. Okay, uh, back and back. Had a few more this week. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, four new titles released a couple of days ago. Uh, Battle Stations Midway, Dragon's Lair, Jurassic Park the Game, and Tour de France 2011. <laughs> I love their back. So, That's two back Tour de France games now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All about Tour de France on Xbox One. Uh, I, I remember Dragon's Lair. That was one of the first games I played on the Amiga. I think it came on eight discs. <laughs> it's like ridiculous um, I can't imagine that's great to play now unless they've changed it it was like literally quick time events the entire I think it was a bit of a nostalgic thing for them wasn't it oh, right. like it, another but... planet or whatever it was another yeah. world but there's that's a horrendous. Windows 8 version as well so it's stackable if you want to play it twice stack oh brilliant it's not good enough to play twice unless they've changed it completely <laughs> it doesn't come on 8 discs though so you might be disappointed <laughs> quite um and then there were some other ones as well, weren't there? Yeah, so yesterday we had three more games hit. Had Eat Lead the Return of Matt Hazard, Puzzle Quest, Challenge of the Warlords, and Silent Hill Downpour. Okay. Was so Silent Hill Downpour like the good one? I'm not too sure I haven't played any of them, so <laughs> yeah. um, I have played Eat Lead though. Three point seven. Eat Lead was quite funny and the name's a pun in itself. It's basically a game full of puns. Okay. Um, it was the first in the series and it was called Return of Matt Hazard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was Matt A Hazard. character in it called Master Chef. <laughs> which, yeah, Plow Master Chief, and it's just a game. Thanks of for puns. explaining that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was struggling to that's, see the fun there. That's no problem. Oh, Master Chief. That Halo did. Amazing. Right, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to the mailbag. Twitter mailbag. Yeah, Twitter uh, bag. Mailbag is bulging this week. Oh, love to see that. <laughs> what have we got? Okay, so the first one from um, Dopey Five Double O Seven. What game are you most embarrassed about being on your gamer card? That Disney Fairies thing that I played for um, <laughs> Leapfrog last year. I still haven't finished that. <laughs> well, that's even more embarrassing. Yeah. At least I've got the completion. <laughs> Is that good? I'm not sure that's less or more embarrassing. I, I don't know. know. I was playing it for an event. So yeah, I but I played it happened. just to play it. You so. played it for fun. <laughs> that's <laughs> more embarrassing. <laughs> that's definitely the most embarrassing. For me, uh, it's not it... really cheesy games. It's games that are on there with like one achievement. That oh, just... that's my entire card. So think, oh, pretty much every RPG on my card. Yeah, exactly. Fallout, yeah. Oblivion, just like Skyrim. 
I wish I could remove them. They're probably like the biggest embarrassment because people love them and then they look at me with me one achievement, like, what's going on here? <laughs> but <laughs> just not my cup of tea. Any others, Jack? Uh, Avatar, that's for standard. Ah, yeah. I mean, that was a, class, uh, it's a classic thousand. Classic game, five though. minutes. Like, yeah. whenever anybody thinks of an easy game, that's what they think yeah, of. Yeah, exactly, that's the one. I don't think um, embarrassing. A couple of embarrassing games to go on the card, though. I've got a copy of My Horse and Me Too. Oh, kicking oh so, wow. Uh, yeah. Has that gone back and back yet? Uh, not, not too sure, but hopefully. <laughs> got my fingers crossed. Okay. Um, cool. And then the next one from Grizz9999. What genres of games do you think are under and overrepresented on the Xbox lately? What genres are unappealing? Um, well, do you know my thoughts on RPGs generally? I don't. I th- and there's an awful lot of these weird card RPG type things. Like yeah, those. I just can't. I just never been able to get into those sorts of things. Um, they're overrepresented, but um. Underrepresented. There's not many beat 'em ups, is there? No, true. Yeah. Not that I'm a massive fan of them. You got Killer Instinct, and then you're sort of struggling beyond that. Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, it's the classic ones that come out every year, but they never. There's not very often a new IP in that in that vein. Um, there's plenty of FPSs. Pinball. That's uh, a lot. One that isn't represented very well. There is the Zen Pinball and Pinball Two. No, there's another there's another company that makes them as well. Um I think the idea Xbox campaign has or platform campaign uh has changed that. Uh, there's now games, you know, you've got games like Cuphead and that are never coming out. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but just pretty much every genre is represented now, isn't it? Um yeah. choosing your most you perfect you, woman. You're getting all the classic stuff, but you're also getting a good mix of games that are almost straddling a couple of genres and it's mixing. Well that's stuff the thing. I mean as you guys know, we've been revamping the genre system. Mm. Um, and there's games that you can't... In the old days, you could say, right, this game is a shooter. This game is a driving game. And there's more and more games that straddle three, four, you know, even five different genres these days. So I think you won't you won't be short of a decent game on Xbox, no matter what your tastes are. Come on, Jack, what's unappealing genre for you? Um, so unappealing. Um, I'm not... I do play RPGs, but I'm not too keen on them. Similar boat. Uh... So we all hate RPGs. <laughs> this has been the anti-RPG podcast. <laughs> I don't hate them. I just find them... They can be a bit tedious. A bit grindy. Okay, let's move on, because we've got lots more to go through uh, on achievements-wise. Ian Triplo, how long does it take to work out at a site feature like Rarity when Microsoft changed the site? And do you know it's coming in advance? Um... We knew, well, we saw it in the preview program. Yeah. Um, so we knew it was coming. Something like this wasn't a big change, really. It's just like a slight change to pick up the data from the APIs, slight change to a couple of tables to store the data, and then some front-end changes. So probably the whole thing took, what, a day? It was an afternoon, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, an afternoon. Yeah. So that doesn't take very long. Um other things that we're doing from scratch, obviously, because there's no, that's not our, we're not having to calculate that data, so there's very little overhead for us, really. We're just taking it and storing it and showing it. Um, stuff like a, a, a different brand new site feature, like I don't know, like game clips or um, stuff where we're building a load of new, you know, load of new pages and a load of new tables mm. and things like that can take up to two weeks, I guess, for a really big development. Yeah. Look at Something game collection, like that. that took a long old time. Yeah, game yeah. collection, and that was huge. I mean, there's so much new stuff there, new views of how games look and all sorts of things. Yeah, and also a ton of data to put in there as well, straight off the bat. So that was complicated. That took a while. And then we have to think about showing it on the mobile version of the site and how it's going to affect true trophies, how it's going to attract true stream achievements, whether we can do the similar thing on there or whether we have to hide that functionality from there so there is you know depending on the, the, the development there can be quite a lot to think about good answer thanks <laughs> um, Ian Triplo again um, seeing as even Rich got a milestone this week even Rich so I don't like this <laughs> even Rich what, what was your milestone was it 155k gamer oh, score nice um What's the site's next milestone? What's the next goal as well? Now, I've actually got some milestones we've got here. Oh, 
Dave's done some research. Facebook, we're at 15,000 followers this week. Oh, so we've just popped that. Twitter, yesterday we're at 16,000. Okay. We're coming up to 200, no, sorry, 350,000 members. Yes, we're about to reach 400,000 track gamers. Yep. We're on 3978, so that's only a, a week a week or two away. Not long uh, ago, we hit 1,000 challenges. Oh, have we hit that now? Yep. Ah, oh, we were going to do a thing on challenges. And we get, we hit the 3 million forum posts. Yeah, 3 million forum posts. That's crazy. 3 million forum posts. Okay, so that's quite a cool one. We're also at 951 million achievements tracked. Uh, so we are approaching a billion Wow. Uh, which That's is going to be a few months away, I would guess. Uh, but we might do something funky for that, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're only f- we're only four hundred short of three hundred fifty thousand registered. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Da, 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 da. Well done, everybody. So if anyone has good week four hundred and four friends that haven't <laughs> signed up on TA yet, please drop them a line because um, that's three hundred fifty k is quite a nice milestone, I would say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're they're, they're constant really because so, we're on so many different platforms and there's so many different things to measure. Um, so yeah, that's good. We're also we've, we've recently had our highest ever month of traffic last month. Yeah. Um, so that's quite a milestone as well. So we're doing some we're doing some good stuff. Um, obviously, <laughs> I suppose because <laughs> our traffic's <laughs> continuing to rise. So, yeah, we're, we're we're on an upward curve, which is really nice. And um, thanks to everybody for their support. Have you got any goals you want to hit? Goals? Um, one billion keep on, members. Keep on growing. <laughs> keep on growing. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Okay, from at ZipLobHood. Um, what are your feelings on the new Xbox Rare Chivis and how, how different they are to TA Rarity? Okay, so first thing we should point out is that the rare achievement system on Xbox is still in beta or preview and is not finalized. Uh, so all of this stuff could change. But at the moment, it looks to me like there's too many rare achievements. Yeah. Uh, something like almost 60% of the ones that we picked mm-hmm. up are rare, uh, which is sort of doesn't sound particularly rare to me. Uh, so, and they're all, as far as we could tell, so we had clarification initially. We thought that they were including people that had bought the game but never played it. But that is not the case. Um, Mikey Burrow contacted me to tell me that that was not true. Uh, they're just counting people who have played the game. But then we went and looked at some, and we thought, is this really true? Can it possibly be true? Because there's people, there's achievements that pop instantly, pretty much instantly, in a couple of games, and they don't have 100% unlocks. So that suggests to me that they are counting log uh, accounts that are signed in mm-hmm. while someone else is playing that. Yeah, and then that goes on your card, which it does. You know, it goes on your card anyway. Um, so, what happens in the case of something like, I sp- something like one of those games like Overwatch, I guess, where you get one pretty much straight away. If the other person signed in but they're not playing, do they unlock it as well? No, no. But the a game gets registered on their card. So, yeah. like in the office, you started up Dirt Rally, and my account was signed in. Not right. on a different controller, but you can have two accounts signed in independently and you can pick which one you want to actively use. Yeah, yeah. So you are using your account, but it's also registered the game, but none of the achievements on my card too. That seems silly to me. Hmm. I wonder what the logic is behind doing that. Not too or whether sure. they obviously don't know, maybe they don't have a way to differentiate whether you're actually playing it or not. But every game asks you, when you uh, go to a game, it pretty much always asks you which account. Yeah, but if the other one's signed into the Xbox, then it will still go on. Yeah, it still goes on the tag, yeah. So I see Dirt Rally Zero on my Xbox One achievement list. You're rubbish at Dirt Rally. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Um, So I would say that's a flaw as well, and until they resolve that, because they're counting a load of people that... obviously, Obviously, we when we started TA, we didn't want to include... Um, games that people had on their card that they hadn't got a single achievement with because there was a lot of demos kicking about which would appear Mm. on your card so it looked like you'd played the whole game even though you hadn't. So we just made that decision. We're not going to have anything. We're not going to count a game unless you've popped a single achievement. And some people said, well, that's ridiculous because some games you'll play for an hour before you get the first achievement. So be it. That's just the decision I made back then. 
Um, so for us, we're probably we're not including as many people as we should, or depending on your, your definition. But we're including people that have played the game that have never, or we're not including people that have played that game that we don't pop an achievement for the first hour. They get ten minutes in, they think I don't like this game. Probably Skyrim or something like that. <laughs> um, so we're, we're we've come down the other side, and they're including people that have. Um, got the game on their card but possibly have never even taken control of the controller for any of that mm. game uh, which seems wrong to me but as I say this is entirely preview and is subject to change also the the, the choice of percentages so between 0 and 10% of, peop- uh, of people that have played the game in quotes um, if, if, if you if there's less than that number that have popped the achievement that it's classed as rare, and because they're inflating the game, uh, the gameplay numbers, there's an awful lot of achievements that have ended up becoming being rare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if I was designing that system, which obviously I'm not, I'd be dropping it down to five, maybe even two and a half percent. Yeah, yeah. So I think it should do. Because um, five would still probably be pretty high, I, I imagine. Yeah. <sighs> I, it doesn't seem right to me that there's there's certain games that you can play whereas where like eighty percent of the achievements are rare. That's I like what they're doing and including it. It's a good idea, and I yeah, like no, it. I like that they give you that I mean, special it's... notification, but the special notification just becomes the normal notification now. For yeah, exactly. Ninety percent of what you play the other day, and you just pop four rares in a row. Everything I've popped this week, apart from one in gears, has been rare, and it's like well, that, to me that's not right. That's no longer rare, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that number's also inflated because um, DLC is obviously tracked as though yeah. everybody that's played the game or seemingly as though everybody that's played the game has the DLC yeah. which also isn't true and I think if you took that away you'd be taking away potentially most of the like, stuff that looks problematic or not right yeah I don't know the percentage we could do some proper research on this but yeah. I, I'm loath to because they'd like to just change it because <laughs> they're gonna they're listening to the feedback as we know so. I think the, the best thing about it is they're obviously invested with sort of like achievements in gamers code you know they're doing a lot on it don't they with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the leaderboards yeah. and all that kind of yeah, thing on right, the consoles. so and I think if people start seeing these little notifications pop up who might never have really bothered about them before and they see something special yeah, so you might get more people into achievement hunting, grow the community, all that kind well, of that's thing. That's always so, good for us, obviously. Yeah. So I th- I um, yeah, I mean, if you compare thing. it to like Sony, they they they're doing so much more with the OS. Yeah. On the on the console, um, obviously Sony are focused on VR, especially this week. I tried to order one today, so I spent some of the time um, over in France. I was talking to a lot of games and there's a lot of quite a lot of excitement about VR. And as is always the case, I hadn't pre-ordered it and then I listened to everybody talking about it and it came out yesterday and it's like, oh, I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get one. Because I did really enjoy what we played at Gamescom. Yeah. Even though I do, I do think the whole thing's totally gimmicky. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I went to all them today. You can't, you can't get, a, you cannot get one for Love Nor Bunny. Um, you can pre-order to arrive before Christmas. Amazon are saying if you order now, you'll get it before Christmas. So that's... I probably will have lost the enthusiasm. What is it? Three fifty uh, with the camera? No, no. Unfortunately, it's three fifty without the camera, but you need the camera. Right. So it's another forty-five for the camera, right. three fifty for the VR. Um, chances are, from what I've heard, the standard PlayStation is probably not really up to it. So you're probably going to need a PS PS4 Pro. Right. And also, the best way to experience the games, you need. Ooh, Excuse me. Um, you need you need a, a move controller as well, and they're seventy quid. Right. So all in, you're looking at like a nine hundred pound investment to get the best out of it. Um, and you're probably going to want a decent headset as well to immerse. Well, no, it's yourself. all part of the headset. No, like the, we had headphones on, didn't we? Do you know, like the what separate did we? Yeah, do you not remember they had to put the thing on, then they had to put the headphones on, and then they had to pass it to the controller. Because oh. <laughs> you by then you couldn't see anything, couldn't hear anything. No, you couldn't hear it. <laughs> and some woman's like, like oh, tapping on your shoulder, like, oh, you got to go. Four hours later, and you need to employ a member of staff to live with yeah. you to go and put it all on you. I'm waiting for the first it. case where somebody's like house burns down and they just don't a bit. Don't know. <laughs> no idea. Just sat in there. 
Like, oh wow, this um, game's really good. I can smell the smoke. <laughs> yeah. This is so uh, sorry, I've gone off on a, a big VR tangent there, but um, it's annoying because if if it was, I would buy it now if I could get it tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, but it's not available tomorrow. So eBay, it'll be like eight. I've looked on eBay. It's around eight hundred quid for the three fifty. Yeah. So how how many games are actually supporting the VR stuff? Is there? Uh, there's nine. Well, nine. I read an article today. Nine of the best launch titles. So there must be more than that. Okay. Unless there's probably one rubbish one that they've left out of the list. Um, so there's at least sort of fifteen today. Um, and then there obviously there'll be more and more coming. Okay. Uh, next one from Zavistic. Are the debates going to be a usual thing now, maybe a monthly debate? So I guess he's talking to the TGN debates we've been doing on YouTube. Yes. Uh, we're hoping to get them to sort like one every couple of weeks. Nice. That'd it be just, great. just depends on these, these kind of one person who's, whose idea it was initially who's kind of running with it. Uh, it just depends on availability, and we need, obviously, decent topics. So if you've got any yeah, topics exactly. you want us to talk about... And send them over, and we'll we'll do that. But hopefully every two weeks, but at least a month, one, one a month. So the last one was on uh, collectible. collectible achievements. Yeah, yeah, it's well worth a watch. Check it out. Uh, and then the rook. Last question for this week: If you buy a physical copy of a game, would you rather have a proper game manual or no day one update? <laughs> it seems like a weird <laughs> choice to me. It must be because we is were that, talking about it. Is last that what week. you think the day one updates consist of? We were talking about Just, game manuals last week when you left, I think. Oh, okay. So, so this is okay. So is this one more targeted at me? Um, I don't care about game manuals. I, I need I need something. I like a tutorial in game that tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, but if you've got um, a physical manual, you can write down all your, your little cheat notes. codes in the back of a book and all your notes. <laughs> I've gone back in time. Come back on the Eurostar. Right, right down the special. 88 mile an hour. And I'm special, now in you've got the hotline number if you get stuck. Yeah, you got, you got right, you know, your special codes to go to the level you were at when you restart the game. Okay. Good. No, I don't care about game manuals. I like to be told how to play things either in game or because I'm used to playing the series. Um, and weird thing, speaking of this today, playing Battlefield, the first level, they told me to get out of the tank and fix it. Mm hmm. Uh, which I did, which I which I got out. Okay, that was fine. And then I'm still holding. I'm holding my pistol, and it says, "Press the right trigger uh, to repair the tank." With your pistol. So I'm standing there. I'm pressing the right trigger. I'm just shooting the tank repeatedly. It's so still. So I'm walking around. I walk around the tank about four times, trying to find whether a, a, an icon would appear for the wrench, which is what you need. I was pressing Y, which has changed weapon. Nothing happened. Uh-huh. Still got the thing. Eventually, I pressed. I think it was the the option button, and that put up a, a a new selector on the right, which had the wrench and the um and the pistol in, so I could actually go down and select the wrench. But that was just weird. <laughs> so I would have needed a game manual for for that control because they hadn't explained that before. I, I think cause it, uh, no spoilers, but you 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 have to pick up the wrench, don't you? I already had it. All uh, right. Well, I don't remember th- the, there's something happens to. Something or someone <laughs> who's, who's who's initially repairing it, and and the wrench is there on the floor, and you just oh maybe I picked it up there. Yeah, so I just picked it up, and then it was in my hand, and then I repaired it. That was it. So you must uh-huh. you must have just been shooting crap out of the tank. I <laughs> was, yeah. It didn't it didn't blow up or anything. But I was just doing the opposite of what I was told. Like, please repair the tank. Okay, I'm just going to find... And you're the new kid as well. Like, What's that new bloke doing? I asked him to repair it. He's pulling it full of lead. Yeah. <laughs> Edwards, you in here? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I love... Oh, I'm thinking about it again. All that presentation, those little story bits are really neat in that game. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I'm not sure I understand the question. I would like no day one update and no proper game manual. Is the answer? You a finished game? Wow. Uh, yeah, I want a finished game. That doesn't. Happen, yeah, like no. I tried to install Mafia Three on my whatever ridiculous hundred meg internet connection the other day. I've got the disc. It needs an update. Okay, why is it going to take eight <laughs> hours then? What's it down? It's literally downloading the entire game again. Is the disc just like nothing? It's just nothing. It's a token. That it's was, it's a disc with nothing on it. That was the easy, even glitchier version. Try playing that offline, see what happens. 
Rubbish. Okay. Achievement lists. There's millions. You've got tons. Okay, quickly, let's rattle through them. Uh, so first up, we had Mantis Burn Racing. We obviously did the reveal for that, and the achievement's now live for games out. Uh, Rich says it's good, so go pick it up. 48 well, achievements. Well, I've only played it for about 40 minutes, but I enjoyed that much. Okay. And the review's if, on the site. It's 4 out of 5, so that's yeah, so looking at the comments for review as well, lots of people saying it's one of the best top-downs they've played. So if you yeah, I would agree like with that. that style of game, it's probably one to look at. Uh, next up, we had Let's Sing 2017, the French edition. It's a variant of Let's Sing 2017, and now that's what I call Sing 2. Exact same achievement list, 10 achievements. Triple stack. Yeah, triple stack. So if you've got three Xbox Ones and one mic, or three mics, you can sing them all at once. (laughs) Uh, Blue Rider, 32 achievements. Sounds like a dodgy film. (laughs) (laughs) Blue Rider. I hope that I got a copy of Blue Rider. <laughs> Don't tell your mother. Bit of blue for the dads. <laughs> uh, next up we had Duke Nukem 3D, the 20th anniversary edition world tour. 27 achievements. Then Rocket Riot, which was Windows 10 release. This is a game that has already been out on the 360, Windows 8. This is just the update to Windows 10, but 12 new achievements, another stack. Uh, then we had WWE 20K17. For the Xbox One, 58 achievements. Earth's Dawn with 20 achievements. Solitaire, which is another game from the people that made the Brick Breaker clone. My favourite developers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And 10 achievements, same achievement tiles again. Uh, Battlefield 1, obviously big AAA, that's in EA Access now. 31 achievements and one challenge. Uh, Skylanders Imaginators, 42 achievements. The Bug Butcher, which has 21 achievements. Cosmo Run for Windows 10. It's a free title. It's got 22 achievements. It's available now. And one we just picked up today, Death yeah. God University. Okay. 13 achievements, that. which I've not heard of either. Okay. So there are plenty of achievements as ever. They're on the front page. Um, new releases. I'm hoping there aren't any because I've got to play <laughs> everything else from last week. Um, so you've covered everything that we that released this week. Yep. Uh, today, Manuel Samuel came out. We have the review of that on the site. That looks very interesting and unusual. Yeah. Mm. In a genre that's um, unpopular, or not unpopular, but uh, filled with few games, I can't think of another game where you have to manually make your player b- b- breathe and blink <laughs> using button presses. So that's that's good. <laughs> good entry to that realism genre. Um, would that be a simulation? <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> if it's got um, any leveling aspects, then it's definitely an RPG, isn't it? So, oh, it's got to be an yeah. RPG. Okay, action game. Um, <laughs> as you said, Lex Sing uh, came out twice today. Um, on Sunday, huh? we have Skylanders Imaginators mm-hmm. on both Xbox One and Xbox 360. Why is that coming out on Sunday? Uh, usually it's for that stuff it's a physical release and with the Lego stuff and Skylander stuff they tend to do it on a Sunday oh, okay. for some reason a bit weird but. okay uh, we've got some DLC for Minecraft Pocket mm-hmm. Edition coming next week on iOS Android Kindle Fire and Windows and, and Kindle Gear Fire VR. and Gear VR yeah <laughs> wow um, don't know what the content of that is like uh, there's nine achievements though mm-hmm. apparently um We've got Batman and Arkham Asylum and Batman and Arkham City finally hitting on Tuesday next week uh, in the US after that got pushed back. And we have a game called Mordheim City of the Damned, which is a tactical RPG, uh, also on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we have Hoppycar, um, which people keep talking about. So uh, we've got the achievements. There's only 13, unfortunately. Um, it's a puzzle game. And next Friday, Battlefield comes out proper. Um, so you can get it in the shops and also the Jackbox Party Pack 3 I think we played Jackbox Party we, yeah I think did we play Party Pack 2 played it yeah. at one point it was a bit rubbish yeah. uh, you had to use your phones didn't you yeah it was interesting very different I yeah, haven't seen many games do that since um, so that's it for next week there are well I guess the big ones in there are the Batman re-releases um and then the week after, we get 
the big title of the year, Farming Simulator 17. Yes, but I'm away on holiday when it comes <sighs> out. Oh, surely you can take an Xbox with you. For, <laughs> yeah, I might have to. For that. Um, and then Titanfall 2 also the week after that, uh, which is obviously probably the big title for that week. Excellent. Okay, thanks for your time, boys. This has been a relatively long show. Um, let's call it a wrap. And we'll catch up with everyone next week. Enjoy the AAA madness. Bye. Laters. Laters. Laters.